Welcome back to season two of the Street Angel podcast with myself, Angelo Thomas. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of the Street Angel podcast. And today, sorry, I've got dings happening in the background with my computer. There we go. Um, (laughs) Today, we have the amazing Sarah from Maine in the US. And um, we were going to talk today about light codes. Now, before I just jump to Sarah to introduce herself, um, I just wanted to touch base on that. You know, last week we spoke about well, we, Donna and I, spoke about spirit versus spirituality. And a lot of what was raised in there was around past over loved ones. But I wanted to take this one to the opposite side of the galaxy, which is why I reached out to Sarah, and funny enough, she's on the opposite side of the world, uh, to give that other perspective of, of yeah, how light codes and and that amazing work, what's, what's it look like in the current lens of modern spirituality. So without leaving poor Sarah waiting, I'll head over to her to just give a brief introduction. Hello, thank you for having me. My name is Sarah from Sarah of the Light. I am a Holy Fire Reiki Master teacher, light language channel, um, spiritual guide, spiritual mentor, and have fun dabbling in all the things. Excellent. Um, I like it how you say you have fun dabbling, because so many people these days don't realize that dabbling is sometimes... It's how you discover it, or it is how you discover yeah. the world, don't you? So. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. Um, like I said, Sarah does amazing. Uh, like she, I actually came across Sarah on her Instagram page when you're doing amazing and you still do the light codes. And I mean, we can jump into a little bit more around which exact beings you work with or if it's a collective. But the one thing that I wanted to talk about today, Sarah, is that you know, I used to do like workshops in Darwin. I used to do a lot of um, uh, kind of like posts, whether it be, you know, like, uh, what are they called? Lives. I'm even stumbling my words now. <laughs> Lives, Instagram posts, the, the whole thing, blogs. Um, I was even attuned to uh, Arcturian Light Energy Healing. And I have actually in the past pulled away from sharing a lot of that work with the broader public because I kind of felt like it had been hijacked and not in the sense of hijacked by, you know how sometimes some spiritual people say it's been hijacked by other forces and other other stuff like that. I mean, when it's most mm-hmm. pure, we can um, never be, you can never be hijacked, but it's more so that it's been hijacked by the people on the ground. So that's a very long winded mm-hmm. question, sorry. And I keep getting dings <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> but um, yeah, what's your, I mean, what's your history with working with light cones, your vibe of them, and just that, yeah, your evolution of practice? Yeah. Okay. I think what you were talking about is so, I feel like I have so much to say about that. <laughs> about <those laughs> well, we've got plenty of time. Yes. But for me, I, I didn't know what light language was when it, you know, basically I was spontaneously activated in this light language. And I remember like leading up to it, I was seeing like codes in my third eye. I had my mentor telling me, you're going to be working with codes. I had no idea what that meant. And um, I was taking a course at the time. And I remember the woman spoke about light language 
And that night, there, there were beings in my room and they would not let me sleep. And um, they were like, you know, you have to write this down. You have to write this down. So I got up, I wrote down in my journal best I could, which is like a picture of a code and that it needed to be added to my healing. And again, had no idea what this meant <laughs> or anything. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, I wrote it down. I'm going back to sleep now. And um, I really didn't look at it for a couple of weeks. And I remember kind of trying to investigate light language, like, what is this? I don't even understand what it is. And there was not much out there that I could find. I remember stumbling across a couple channelers that were speaking and I felt like, oh, this is speaking to my soul for sure. And then um, like a couple of weeks later, I started, I said, well, why don't I just start to try to draw the codes? I've been in fashion for 20 years. I'd used Adobe Illustrator for that amount of time. I felt comfortable. So I went on and, you know, opened up my channels and everything and started channeling the codes. And I, I just really didn't know what to think of it. I was just really having fun with it. And I remember thinking, I'll never speak this out loud. <laughs> but, <laughs> of course I have. Of course I have. And I think for me, it's it's been one of the things that's been most challenging for me because I love the aspect that I get to um, draw and be creative in this channeling process. Like that lights my soul on fire. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing they said to me that night was that you were going to that I was going to channel codes for people's soul, like individual, unique, essence codes. So, uh, and I also hadn't seen anyone else doing that. And I was like, well, what, who am I to do that? So it was, it's been something that I've struggled with because there's no lineage behind it with Reiki. There's a lineage, there's thousands yeah. of years, you know, text and all of that. And with light language, it's just this like mystery. And so I push it away and I push it away. Every time I push it away, I feel like it comes back or, you know, something gets blocked. So for whatever reason, I meant to share this modality. Absolutely. So when was it roughly? <laughs> no, that's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> so um, when was it roughly that these beings visited you? And, you know, for me, when I remember, I, spot on was exactly like you. I had this huge Arcturian energy that visited me in the middle of the night and his head was so high. He was, he physically appeared. He had to like put his head below the ceiling to be seen. <laughs> and, um, and there were some other beings, but just, they were lights, but you know, this was back, I'm talking like 2017. So when for you was that, when that, when that first happened, that moment where like you had to write it down in your journal? Yeah, that was in 2020. Okay, cool. Which yeah. a lot of big energy started moving for me then. I left my 20-year career in fashion design. I had just become a Reiki master, and that's when it started shortly after that. Mm. And so that would probably be around the time when, you know, the big P happened. I don't want to use the word, but <laughs> when the world changed. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like I found that that's when... You were so right. Like when we were looking into, like I would try and Google things. I would try and ask around, like, what are these beings? What are these codes? And there were very, uh, what is it? Like small corners of the spiritual community that were aware of them. Um, you know, it was still very much the Palladians at that time, but it still wasn't something like you that I would speak out loud. So it's kind of like, I have this feeling that um, 
that yeah that when the the big p happened and people you know had more time on their hands they went inwards there was this explosion of light language and um you know people coming out and saying that they're doing it and there's codes and people speaking it which was amazing but i feel that's when it was hijacked so i noticed earlier mm. you said you have a lot to talk about on that <laughs> and with that i always say to people without dissing other people's practices like what's your perspective on that like has that made you want to withdraw like me or has it just spurred you on yeah i think i think for me it's it's so important that i am authentic with my clients and with myself and what i present out to there out to the world it's that's important to me. Um, integrity is important to me. And light language, I, I really feel like our light bodies just weren't ready for this modality to come out. Um, but yeah, I do. I do hold back a little bit because I don't relate to the other light language as much. Mm. There are people that, you know, I can feel it. It does feel wonderful. And I love what they're, I love the work they're doing. But I do feel like there is, um, I think like hijacked, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's amazing people out there doing the most amazing work. I know that um, mm. it's what you said. Light language for me is one of those, there's so many different definitions for it, but you've hit the nail on the head where it lights up your soul and each soul has a beautiful code that can be given by the various races. And, uh, you know, you can feel it when people speak it, when they draw it. Uh, you, you know, I, I know that sounds weird, but you can definitely feel the authenticity in it. Um, but the one thing that I've noticed where I think I was talking to this before we started recording, <laughs> there's always the good <laughs> stuff happens there, was that yeah. it's, you know, pay me $3,000, $5,000 and we'll give you abundance codes. And while I'm fully appreciative that there are such things as abundance codes out there, you know, when I say abundance to you, you and I would naturally think, you know, abundance of love, abundance of resources, mm -hmm. abundance of energy, where it's, mm -hmm. this is kind of like those old 1980s pyramid schemes kind of things. Mm -hmm. And that's what really made yes. me withdraw and go, oh, I just don't want to be tied by the same, with the same brush. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's going around a lot in the spiritual community too, with even other modalities. Um, and I think that, I really think that, you know, the codes are, are beautiful. They're a beautiful expression and they can help um, open up and uplift our soul and activate parts of us. But I think the the real work is doing the work, you know, mm -hmm. is having the rituals, is, you know, having that time to yourself to go inward. It's having that practice. And if you can bring all of those things into your practice, then that's beautiful. But healing as we know is not a one-stop shop <laughs> you mm, know? Yes. it's not it's not like that it's not give the abundance codes and then you're probably most people think rich with money but it could be like you said abundance is anything it is and it's kind of like so we've let's um sorry my french my french blog is doing that thing where she's snoring in the background just distracting me <laughs> um, so you know we jumped right in there to light codes and what we've said, what, you know, how it has been hijacked. And you know what? It's nothing special because you're so right. I mean, I even find that most Buddhist practices at the moment, uh, even mediumship that I'm doing, angels are getting hijacked. So to flip the script on that and change that whole narrative, like what, 
like who, so who do you channel do you know who channel like i know some people don't like to know or they do um when you channel your your light codes and like what do you think i mean they mean to you like what would you like to tell everyone hey guys i know you've seen all that stuff out there but this is what it means to me type of thing yeah okay beautiful questions I channel a lot from my higher self and I channel from what I call my team of light. (laughs) And I always see three beings come in on that team of light. I know that one is Arcturian. Um, I'm pretty sure one is Syrian and I'm pretty sure one is Lyran, but I can't be certain. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see the faces of my guides, um, but I always call in my light team when I'm doing my, when I'm doing my channeling. And for me, the cool thing is like when I start to channel someone's soul code, I never know what it's going to look like. I have no idea what color it's going to be, how it's going to end up. And so by the time I'm done, I'm like, how did you do, did I do this? I didn't do this. you know. <laughs> and it's so, it's so fun and it's so pure. And I'm seeing like sparkles of light while I'm doing it. And, um, you know, I'm getting messages for people and it's just, it's like a wonderful thing. And, for me, the way I see it, I see it as almost like so much bigger than most people do, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I do think that it can open you up. I think it can open you up to past lives, to that remembering of who you are so that you can step into your destiny, so that you can step into your purpose work here. I think there's a lot of healing that um, goes into it, too. And like when people see their soul codes, they tear up you know, they're, they, they resonate with them. It affects them because it is part of them. It is part of that starseed DNA. Yeah. I, um, I was writing some notes down cause I always get distracted, but I love it. How you call it the team of light. Um, mine's a little bit more yeah. dramatic. I call them the Armada <laughs> of light, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I love how when every time you speak about the light codes, it all comes back to healing because, it's so true because to flip it where people think that, okay, well, and look, you know, it's very rightly out there that people think that light codes are all automatically going to unblock something and you're going to be able to be rich or you're just going to be able to be amazing in your career. Yeah. You know, who knows? Have telepathy and fly. I know some people say to me that, oh, I've been attuned and now I have spiritual gifts. And I'm like, you've always had spiritual gifts. But um, exactly. what you're talking about is that healing process, which in turn removes any blockages and allows that opening when the soul's ready and i guess that's a real key thing that i like to say that i guess we're on the same page about is that these light codes are really amazing to help healing Mm, yes yes they're very healing um and i think they just help us to discover our soul a little bit deeper you know like what is in our soul like how can we crack that open and see all of the experiences and all the things and all the parts of us Um, And I think light language helps with that. Absolutely. And I think, and that's exactly what we've been discussing, like on this podcast for this time now, where we've been talking a lot about the 5D. We've been talking a lot about, um, like I said, spirit versus spirituality. And Mm -hmm. I think we've even been speaking about, like there was also about grounded, um, grounded 5D, Mm -hmm. practical 5D, but all this comes back to it. I'm glad we're touching on it, which is like last week, it's to not get distracted with that broader world of what's happening on social media. And it's not new to us. Like it's mm. happens in every industry, but it's, you're hitting the words bang on the head, which is about 
that soul level, getting to know your soul, remembering things yeah. on that soul level, past lives, um, even just sometimes going inward and doing the work, as you say, is amazing because that's what I feel is where spirituality or let's just call it spirit work, energy work, soul work is actually going to head and hopefully people start to get, I don't know, excited about something else <laughs> and move away. I don't know, yeah. move on to the next best thing. But um, with the soul work for the past lives, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I do know that a lot of people out there believe themselves to be star seeds, but they, the poor guys, they take it like a badge where they're like, well, like, I, I just can't relate to humans because I was once told that I was a, an Arcturian or a Palladian and they go and look up their traits. But, you know, for you as a starseed, I know you're a starseed, I'm a starseed. Do you feel it's <laughs> yeah. more around the fact that it's it's just simply our soul's various different incarnations, but if you cut us open, we're still human. <laughs> like, yeah. we are yeah. still, yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We came here to have a human experience, right? I mean, if we're spiritual beings, we came here to be human and to absolutely have that beautiful experience and feel that range of emotions. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's good. But um, I wanted to share with everyone that, that I think it's like amazing that, you know, when you talk about, you see the codes and you remember, it's just one of those funny things like you and I never met. And instantly one night we were talking, it was more morning, we are talking about your work and your codes because I loved how, you know, coming from that design fashion industry, you're able to articulate them amazingly in a creative sense that um, we never met off on like, you know, didn't even know each other from a bar of soap, as they say. But yeah. on that soul level, instantly just yeah. clicked. I was like, hey, girl. <laughs> like, and you were like, yes. hey, there you go. And um, yes. I think that's what, well, that's like a really tangible example of how, light language these light codes when two people from opposite side of the world can just go look oh there's this cool work and we share that i know i shared some of my fey and dragon codes with you it mm -hmm. connects and it's kind of like oh. yeah i saw i'm sure i saw you on the streets of arcturus you know a couple of thousand billion millennia ago or something but yes. um it's like i just say to people and i don't know if you work with people it's just like be open to those soul connections of people that you just meet and whether you instantly like them or despise them, still honour that because this stuff is real and this soul of ours, like you said, we come here for a human experience, but we've had many other experiences in the past. So, yes. I mean, have you had any of those other examples? I mean, besides me scaring you by telling you all the time, there's deer around you or there's this spirit. And you're like, how does he know? <laughs> <laughs> I go, you tell me that. I go outside and I see a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's my dragons watching you. But yeah, have you like with that that past life work? Because I'm, I do want to talk eventually one day about the Akashic records, um, and remind me to ask you a question about that. But yeah, in your line, like in your work with your clients, has that popped up a lot? Like that people wanting to get to know themselves on a deeper level by using their past life experiences to assist them in the now. Oh, that's a really good question because. I think that's maybe what people would maybe want to do, but I think they just want to find out because it's cool or, you know, they mm. want to know instead of actually bringing it into this reality and having that, having them assisted or having getting deeper knowledge of their soul. Um, I think, I think that's where the sparkly stuff comes in mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they just want to know to know, but they're not really doing much about it, if that yeah. makes sense. 
That makes perfect sense. No, it makes perfect sense too, because I have loved, like I said, I I love using, I actually, as opposed to, I can't draw for shit. So (laughs) that's why I want you to teach me with Adobe one day, but I can speak the light codes. Um, And it's something that I've always been given by my, so my Armada of Light is an Arcturian, Palladian and an Andromedan. Um, I'm jealous of the fact that you got Lyrian in there because I can never get a hold of them. It's like this phone's always engaged. But um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I know I joke around for something, but it's to make people realise this stuff is real, it's tangible. But yeah. um, I've been told a lot by my Arcturian crew is that, and they don't have names, they just give me symbols that I have to pronounce weirdly. It's that, you know, what they're wanting the world to, to be opened up to the experiences of is, yeah, is to look past the sparkly. And to mm-hmm. kind of visualize, all right, well, if you're making the same mistakes in this current incarnation and you keep, you know, finding the wrong, the wrong love interest, the wrong careers, or you're horrible at um, articulating yourself, even just finding your voice is to, is to work with your soul and look inward and see, you know, has that a pattern, has that pattern emerged in your previous incarnations? And, you know, what were the, the what were the repercussions of that? What were the, what the consequences, maybe a better word, um, and how you can learn to navigate it and see before you get to a point where that happens again, to kind of go around it, if that makes sense. Cause it's like, you know, yeah. healing and soul journeys are never straight linear lines, but yeah, I just thought I'd check if, if you had people, I know I've had one or two people say, you know, stuff knowing about now, I want to know what happened in the past so I can actually figure out the future or the current. And I yes. feel like that's where light code, light what language work should be heading yes. without directing anything, if that makes sense. Yes. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about light language is kind of like providing an experience for people too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this healing, deep healing, soul level experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. I keep, I know I'm banging on like a, um, like a broken record. Sometimes I mix up two different sayings, but <laughs> I keep going, it sound like a broken record. That's it. Banging the drum, broken record, two different things. But um, it's saying to people is that it's this, like, I just generally feel we're being called as individuals to just go on this soul journey. And, you know, if someone resonates with your work, Sarah, go for it. But if someone, when it resonates last week with Donna's work around past of a loved ones, again, go for it but it's very much like you said it's this soul work going inwards yes um and see as i get distracted again so besides the usual galactic crew here you go left left of field question do you or have you ever had experiences working with light codes from like the fae or the dragons yes um definitely the angels and definitely the fae awesome Yes. Not Any yet the dragons. <laughs> oh, the dragons are a bit difficult. They're, um, I love their light language. It's a bit different. But I guess that that's a cool thing to start to say that the people out there, that if you're interested in or like you found yourself like Sarah and I where we got visitors in the middle of the night and you couldn't make sense of it, is to just keep that open you know, that open mind that it's not necessarily galactic starvings or that galactic federation that was, I think that was like a 1970s or 80s term they gave it. It just sounds a little yeah. Star Wars-y. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can yes. receive these beautiful light codes from, like you said, the angels or the galact- or the fae. Um, mm-hmm. But 
for so with your angel work and the fey work is it something that again like you just integrate it as a part of a whole picture or you bring it out and tell people look that's angelic that's fey like or is it just like take it as it comes people type of thing yeah um no i've had times where i you know i'm channeling the angelic realm and there's a specific message so i'll say it's from the angelic realm um but mostly i'm you know i'm calling in my light team but i feel like i'm channeling from my higher self uh mm-hmm. I, I know there's a group of them around me but <laughs> um yeah yeah that helps oh no that does help it does help i keep getting distracted so for people out there that are listening We've actually had to turn our videos off while we talk to each other. Um, you know, part of it is so that we can focus on what we're talking about. But the thing is, when I start talking about light codes, I start seeing it over people's eyes. And I was like, I have to turn off because otherwise I'll start seeing the sparkles. Um, <laughs> so that's why I feel like I'm, I'm a little stilted, but I'm trying not to look at the screen, even at Sarah's picture. So for people out there that, you know, we have been talking very much like that light code. So for... I guess what the what people out there that want to know, okay, who to trust, you know, what to do. Um, you know, they're thinking, like I said, they've been visited by whether it be a fae, whether it be an angel. I know Archangel Gabrielle gives me a lot of light codes. Whether it be, like you said, your Larian, Jocerians, Arcturians. What would be, you know, your advice to people out there to to explore that, to explore that ability should it be opening up within them? Mm. One of the biggest things for me that I've had to work through with light language is trust and mm-hmm. to be open because it is such uh it's such an energy that I don't want to say it's not grounded because it is, but it's it's a little extra. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I think <laughs> you know, just have fun with it. Just, you know, start to write down in your little notebook and see what comes out or start to speak, get yourself into that, you know, space where you're already connected. Maybe you're in meditation or you're raising your vibration and ask your guides to, to help you Mm. and just, and just have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And as part of that, having fun, I think when I, um, in last year's episodes, when we're talking about the 5d, it's that a lot of people get stuck up on thinking that it's a destination or a place we have to get to. Yeah. not realizing it's already within ourselves and one of those ideas that a lot of people are talking about is to bring joy and passion and what lights up your soul back into your life and that you know opens up that heart center area so mm-hmm. i mean for you it's it's building on your creative abilities and your how you're able to express yourself through design um so i would say to other people to like you know to build on what you're saying it's yeah have fun if you're a singer sing it if you're a drawer mm-hmm. draw it um, you know, I remember I used to be sitting in, in government meetings and I would literally just doodle the codes as they came to me down the side of my notebook. Um, you know, it must've looked like, you know, I was off my rocker, but it was just a way to get around my head. So yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. Have fun with it and use whatever form of creative expression is at your fingertips and mm. go for it. Um, nice. I guess I always say to people is don't get distracted to by the pretty and the shiny is that um like i said there are people out there that are amazing at video editing they're amazing at singing that are amazing at even just selling themselves like pr and marketing that you know you don't have to be glitzy and glamoury to do amazing soul work for not just yourself but for others um 
But, you know, are you, I just wanted to give a shout out because I always love to give a shout. Will you be in the future ever providing for those people who are interested to draw them your courses? I think you did them on Adobe Illustrator. Yes, yes. Yeah, I definitely will. Awesome. So, like I said, <laughs> if anyone is interested in doing this, I always say to people, check out, you know, check, I'll, at the end of this, after I finish talking, I'll, we'll get you to just let us know what your Insta handle is. But people, if you really have been interested in and want to know how to draw them, check out when Sarah's offering them. I mean, I said she is in Maine on the in the US, you're on the East Coast side. Um, so there are time differences, but you know, we can always work things out. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely check that out. Now, on the weirder and wackier side of things, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, the Arcturians, the, the Fae, all these beings and everything like that, you know, what's, you know, what's the most weirdest experience that you've had with these, with these beautiful beings or through the light language process? And um, so anyone out there who's fearful of it, just to know that sometimes, because like what you said, it isn't as grounded as other forms of energy work because mm-hmm. it is out there. But yeah. yeah, what's, you know, can anything spring to mind of some of the most weirdest things where you're like, okay, this is not, this is not normal. <laughs> um, oh gosh, there's been a couple, but I, I remember going to the park and like placing my hands on the earth just to kind of send her some healing. And I would see coats coming in through my third eye, like very clearly in this red color. And I remember saying, I'm not going to remember these. And they're like, oh, that's fine. You don't have to. Um, but I, I just did a soul code the other day and I was kind of moving it around in illustrator. And when you highlight everything, it, it kind of highlights in one color and it's got, you know, the points at the end and everything. And as I highlighted it, it looked like an Arcturian being. Mm. And I remember the person that I sent it to, and we were both kind of really blown away. Uh, so then fast forward a couple days um, and the person had called me and we were, we were just talking about the soul code and everything. And that person had parked and sent me a picture of their headlights and the headlight, it was like there was a fence in front of them and the headlight projected this light that was exactly the soul code. It was uncanny and it was the being in the middle and we were both just (laughs) tripped out by that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, (laughs) it's real. It is real. And I love that because it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, like you said, there are so many of experiences, but I love how they have the ability to show themselves these beautiful beings in whichever way they can. Um, I know a lot of people think that when they take pictures and their sun rays coming into photos, that's light codes. And I say to them, not necessarily, but however, you know, there's still beautiful healing coming from the sun. Yeah. But um, it's just that, yeah. I need to, um, if you can share that with me later, just that picture of the the fence, that would be oh, awesome. I will, yes. <laughs> I remember um, for me, it's when I get visited by, as I said, a certain Arcturian, and if I do healing for someone, they're like the codes for them. So there's a set series of codes when you do Arcturian healing um, that has been given to this woman. But, you know, obviously each individual has their own soul prints. Or I call them those soul prints. But for mm-hmm. me, they always appear like in the shower. 
um, you know, around like the fog on the mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or then you're like in, in your coffee, you know, like I have like soy milk and I'll appear in a little foam. And it just mm-hmm. drives me insane because I'm like, guys, I get it. We're doing a healing soon, but could you just let me have a shower and a coffee to just to myself? Um, but it is true. They do appear, don't they? <laughs> They're yes. everywhere. I think um, they visited me last night and I think maybe because of this conversation actually. Oh, they did. I did. They did. I, um, yeah, I remember trying to message Sarah yesterday to say that, you know, I was excited to chat, to catch up and I couldn't even pull up your profile on Instagram because the sparkles were so much. I was like, guys, chill. So <laughs> there was like gold ones all around you. But, um, it's like, you know, and those experiences, I would say to people, look, they're not typical. What's that usual, like, um, they always have it on US shows where they sell something and they're like, these are not typical results, dramatization of actual events. You know, yes. while we're not saying that, <laughs> you know, this is typical, like your headlight, you know, your, um, your turd is all of a sudden starts spewing out light codes. It's more about being open to these experiences, isn't it? That they will show itself if you open yourself up to it. Yes. Um, and when I say open yourself up to it, big thing out there um, is that everyone thinks it happens through the third eye. But oh how gosh, much I'm of so it? Glad you're talking about this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got, as I said to you before, Sarah. I have someone sitting on this couch. It feels like a grandmother of yours that is literally feeding me questions. But um, <laughs> it's how much of like there is out there that people believe everything comes from the third eye. Now, for me personally. I don't see light codes through the third eye. doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But for me, it comes through the crown area into my heart center. Yeah, uh, yes. Light language is expressed through the heart. Excellent. So <laughs> I guess you just answered my question. But, yeah, for people that are feeling that sense of anxiety or that sense of apprehension, you know, what, what, would, what would you say? Like, yeah, where do you feel them come through? I know you mentioned the third eye, but you're... Um, emphatically um, agreeing me on the heart shock, on the heart center. So like, is that yes. your experience as well? Yes. Um, I was channeling for my class. Uh, this was last year and they had told me that it is light language is expressed and taken in through the heart. And, you know, that's fine if we can see it in our third eye, that's okay. Or if it comes in through the crown, but it is expressed through the heart space. Does that make sense? Mm. It makes perfect sense because how can I sum this up in a nutshell? I'm currently trying to write another deck and it's on the divine. And it's kind of like this. I always believe that the universe, um, the universe's language is mathematics, you know, because we can see the beautiful geometry and everything. But the divine's language is love. And that comes through your heart center. And for us as souls and humans, or as it spiritual beings through this little meat suit that we've got, I definitely agree that it comes through the heart. Um, and that while the third eye helps us sometimes decipher it visually, our throat center helps us to articulate it. Um, it's definitely, yeah, 100% it comes through your heart. Like, I can't even explain it. Like, the first time I started feeling it, I thought I was going to have, like, a heart attack or something. Um, but no, it was just a Palladian. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's an interesting thing that we both see that. So, like, just with that, uh, for anyone out there, like, I don't know if you've got some tips, hints and tips on people, but pulling it all together, like I always say to people, we always talk around a subject in my podcast, but we always bring it back to point for some things. But 
it's funny that we keep saying that have fun with this work um go inward uh do do this work through any form of creative creative expression that's at your fingertips and um you know even bring out your inner child and it's amazing how what we're saying it all relates back to the heart center so like would you agree with that sarah or even just is there anything to build from that really yeah i think it just it all connects back to the heart center mm. It feels like there's nothing left to say on that. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a heart-led journey, you know? It's (laughs) it's all about the heart connecting with that love, that divine love. Mm, Yeah. And when people say to me, like, what does going within mean? What does, you know, where is it? Is it a place? And I'm like, well, actually, it's not. It's just dropping into your heart. And, I mean, look, there's heaps of meditations out there. There's heaps of exercises. Um, But, yeah, it's just, I always say go inwards. Be like a little kid, pull out some crayons and just draw, you know, yep. paint, sing. I don't care if you can't sing. I'm not listening to it. You're in your own house. So it's kind of like just yeah. open that heart space. But, um, you know, from there, it's kind of like, all right, I'm getting another question from, as I said, it's like a beautiful woman on your mum on your mum's side. Um, yes. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I sometimes freak poor Sarah out. But, um, you know, where would you like to eventually take this work, the light codes, you know, to bring it out of the out of the depths of like the corners of, you know, we have to find each other on Instagram. You know, where would you love for this light code work to be taken, you know, into the broader mainstream? Yeah, I, I, that's something I've been thinking about. I I really enjoy channeling the the codes, the soul. What did you call them? You called them. Not you not not codes, but um, oh, the soul imprints, patterns, imprints. Yeah. yeah. So I like doing that a lot, and I love the idea of people, you know, having them on a canvas, and people can hang them in their house and have that art and meditate with it, and just have that essence of them around to remind them of how powerful they are. So I think I see myself doing more artwork. That's mm-hmm. kind of where my heart is, and I feel like it's part of my my gifts here on earth because yeah. you know I've been I realized once I started doing the codes that um I had been doing them my entire life I'm the doodle on the notebook person and <laughs> I have been doing the codes my yeah my entire life and so I don't know I just feel like everything kind of came together especially me being in like always being that artistic creative person a designer using illustrator and just having that now and it just all kind of fits together to me yeah I completely see what you're talking about too because I can imagine or visualize you painting the most beautiful like lion's heads or deer's heads or any form of animals and encoding the 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 mane and the energy around it with with those soul codes and imprints um, yes. You know, and people hanging it with pride in their house, just as they would where, you know, people now hang, you know, they have um, spirit guide p- portraits being painted um, or they have like aura sketches. I completely agree that I feel like it's time for light codes to come into the mainstream. Um, but just to shake off that weird, what is it, that that crowd that, like I said, the abundance code crowd, <laughs> you know, the ones that are like, I'm going to heal you of your um, scoliosis. I'm going to, you know, give you a million dollars. So, yeah, I can completely yes. agree. I can see that the lion one is up there. I don't know why, but I'm being showed it. Um, so with your 
you know, work going forward and all that. We, we've touched on a lot of the light codes. Um, we've touched on a lot of the Arcturian, like all the, the galactic beings. But there's something in there that I really, I'd love to hear from your perspective of. Sarah's also, she's also, like I said, she's a Reiki master, but you do, is it fire Reiki or Reiki fire? Oh, holy fire Reiki. Holy fire, that's it, yes. So a lot of people say to me all the time, you know, like I said, they're very confused out there because a lot of spiritual nonsense happening with people saying you can't do this and you can do that. Do you integrate those two practices together, your holy fire Reiki with your light codes? I do, and I really feel very strongly that they are connected somehow. Um, and the Holy Fire is represents the Holy Fire from ancient times, from the Bible. Yeah. That beautiful healing flame that was given to humanity. <clears throat> so I really feel, I don't know what it is, but I know there's something about light language and Holy Fire that are intertwined in some way yeah, or can be intertwined. And I, you know, it was after I became a Reiki master shortly after that, that I started, you know, speaking and drawing the codes and having that understanding. Mm. It's it's amazing. Cause as you were talking to me, I could see exactly what you were talking about where the Holy fire then is that flame of healing from the Bible. Uh, and you're right. It's like, so basically it's, you know, if it feels good and you're not doing harm to anyone, integrate those modalities, I always say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of, sorry, I'm off on a tangent now. Anyways, I'm coming back to Earth. <laughs> I was attuned to Sakim, uh, which is, I guess, how you would explain Sakim. It's kind of like where Reiki is beautiful, white light. Sakim has a bit more of the colours in it. I always see it as. Um, but one of the things in there is, it's just hit me then I had this sudden light bulb moment that you're spot on like that holy fire element there is an element within Sakim that comes from the angels and mm-hmm. I always combine I I do less Reiki but more Sakim codes and and symbols combine that with my Arcturian light healing and for me it so feels like it comes from the same source it's just kind of differently articulated and blended if that makes sense it's kind of like it's all ice cream but we're blending all the different flavors in a in our own cocktail, if that makes sense. Yes, that definitely makes sense. Sorry I for everyone that. out there. I completely just went off fourth planet. <laughs> I was being shown <laughs> like um, all the different colors of uh, Sakim. And so my friend, she is really snoring at the moment. She's getting quite soothed with our conversation. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, I always say to people, mix them, go for it don't be scared and don't let other people tell you what to do as long as you are doing it from that pure heart space yes and and less ego i mean don't be a guru just be just be one of us so on that um again i love to shamelessly plug people's work do you do do you do the attunement to the holy fire because i know a lot of people out they're going to be like what the that sounds interesting so Yes, I also um, teach Holy Fire level one and two and master. And so it is, um, it's a contemporary evolution of Usui traditional. So you still get the same first three symbols as um, Usui, but they're given in a different way. They don't go through the teacher. They're given Mm -hmm. from that power. So they're more pure and higher quality. And then when you get to master, you get a Holy Fire symbol, which is amazing 
Awesome. I can already see it happening now, like all the little codes around you as you're talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I've just completely lost my thought topic because, again, I I go off on these tangents and talk about this. But um, when you talk about doing attunements, and I have this one um, bugbear, I guess it is, in, I don't know if you've experienced it in the US, but in Australia, a lot of people want to do this work face-to-face, in person, whether it be reading. And, I mean, I've got one of your past over loved ones sitting with me right here. And I mean, you're in Maine and I'm in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, you know, I can do light. I was attuned through the Arcturian he- healing from a woman in New Zealand. Um, and I was in Darwin at the time. But, yes. you know, what's your thoughts on the fact that we are all bloody connected? So it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think you- that matters. That energy does not know time or space, right? That's something yeah. that we created. Yeah. So I think, I think it's, I think it's, I actually like doing online. You can be in your home, you can be, you know, relaxed in your bed. When I do my um, classes, they're two full days. People can chill out on their couch. They can do, you know, the meditations in their bed. And I think it's just, it's nice to have, to be in your own home and be able to do that. Yeah. I love that whole idea that you just said that energy knows no time or space and it's what we're constrained on. We put that constraint. Um, Yeah. And look, I'm spot. I totally agree it's like when I do a light energy healing for someone I don't do it as much because I'm trying to focus on other work but you're right I say them get on your comfy recliner lay in your bed lay outside you know Mm -hmm. for all I care as long as I can roughly see your face and you've got headphones on go for gold like have a snooze um (laughs) I use a lot of uh Kuan Yin I call her in to do healings I always and say people say to me I want to be in the room so I can experience Kuan Yin I'm like you're going to experience her regardless so honestly yeah. Don't, yeah. don't worry so um so yeah i just say to people you know what there are purists out there that i know there are a lot of amazing reiki masters um uh, my first one i had to when i moved to different cities i had to continue with someone else but yeah she was adamant it had to be in person and i mean hey if that's your practice go for it i'm not going to disrespect yeah. that but yes. but yeah so now i'm getting another question from I think it is your grandmother or great grandmother. <laughs> so, um, you know, do you also feel that like this beautiful, like, okay, the beautiful Reiki, the Holy Fire, the light codes for people out there, you know, if they're experiencing this, they wish to go down that, up that, what I call it, path or down that alley. Um, you know, they often people say to me, like, they would love to do the work I do around mediumship and channeling angels and spirits, but they don't know how to start or where to start. Do you feel like some of this work that you're talking about with the Reiki attunements and even the light codes can actually assist them open up? Yes. I think that a Reiki, like a Reiki training is a wonderful way to start a spiritual practice because you're held in a container with a mentor who's, you know, knows their craft, who knows what they're doing. And you can leave, you know, you're leaving in a different frequency when you're getting those attunements. And so I think it's a wonderful place to start, whether it's Reiki, um, intuitive healing. For me, even I started with with uh, yoga and mm. that cracked me open. And that was you know, one of the first places I learned to chant. I learned to do breath work. I learned to meditate. You know, I learned to, I learned about the chakras in, in, intensively. And so those kind of places where you can be held and learn that knowledge are so, I think they're so important. 
Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's true. It's like it's whatever resonates with you. There is no right or yeah. wrong way to open yourself up to spirit or to connect. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned yoga, actually, because I have a lot of people that are, um, as well, that are obsessed with wanting to have this the Kundalini experience, was it the Kundalini awakening. Yeah. And I'm always like, do you though? <laughs> because it's kind <laughs> of like, <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, do you? Because I mean, look, I had a Kundalini awakening when I was years ago. I was, I remember, and I was living in the hot tropics and I was literally laying on the tiles because my spine was on fire. Um, and I was saying to people, this isn't pretty. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what's your thoughts on, you know, having this explosive Kundalini awakening experiences versus going at your own soul's pace and and like you said working with those different modalities to have your own awakening Mm. yeah I think it's just I guess everybody's journey is different so Mm -hmm. I I I prefer you know doing that slowly (laughs) kind of just (laughs) integrating it all but it's not for everybody everybody has a different Mm -hmm. although I will say as you're saying like people want they want to start seeing stuff. They want to start moving through their third eye. They want to have all the all the stuff, all the gifts and everything. But really, you have to start from the root. I always say, like, you got to start from the root and work your way and work your way up. If you're not mm-hmm. grounded in practice, you can literally go crazy. And yeah. you know, people talk about the fifth dimension. Well, you have to go through the fourth first, mm-hmm. and that's internal. You know, you have to go through your shadows. That's the shadow. And and people don't want to do that. And I think that can be dangerous. And I think that can be the sparkly part of spirituality as well. You know what I mean? Yes, that's more the, it's the aesthetic form of spirituality where it's an aesthetic. Uh, We all want to be that embodiment of 5D principles and practices and, you know, jump on that ship to new earth. But the problem is you're so right that the 4D, to get from a 3D state of consciousness to a 5D, because it's not a state of being, a state of conscious, as you said. You have okay. to face those demons. <laughs> like, um, and it's like, it's so true, because on the fourth dimension, not many people talk about it, um, but, I mean, that's where a lot of dragons are. That's where also a lot of our um, our demons of our own creation are, the shadow work. Um, yes. But I'm so, like, I completely agree with you. I said at the beginning to everyone that I said, Sarah, if you disagree with me, just tell me, call me out. <laughs> so, But, um, yeah, I say to a lot of people, just chill like sure you've got your own timeline you've got your own your soul and you had a contract with yourself of when you're going to reach certain milestones i'm not going to get in the way but i'm so glad that yeah it's a very let's do it gently because i remember when i was re i was born seeing spirit and i closed it off in my early 20s and i um when i was reopening it back up again i kind of opened a little bit too fast um and started to go a little cuckoo but i actually had people that were working with um mentors at the time around me that they honestly thought that they were back in west africa you know i'm talking about this person of british heritage convinced that they were west african you know and mother and her child just died like she literally her brain just switched a gear um which was going into past lives she was she was having like panic attacks and it was because she was very much opening herself up too fast and that's why i say to people like there are stories in the past where people like Sarah and I would be locked up in institutions. So this is real to take it slow. So, Yeah, 
and for me, I I work with, I have a mentor who I've had throughout this journey and she's a shaman and she's, she's not on Instagram. She's not on any of that. And she absolutely grounds me into my practice, into my being. And the practices that I've learned from this um, shamanic lineage has been so core and so rooted in me that I like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's important for me to not fly away. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Cause I have a beautiful mentor who like, yeah, she is a old school trance medium and mm. she's not on Instagram or Facebook. I mean, she has Facebook as just a friend type of thing, but yeah. um, she rarely uses it. And she, that same thing as you, like if I'll get on the phone to her, I will literally have my ass handed to me on a platter <laughs> by the spirits who talk through her. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yes. And it's so grounding because they say, look, okay, you've done this, but that's all right. You were wrong. And I was like, oh, so there's no room for discussion. Nope. Wrong. Okay, cool. But, <laughs> but it's about, yeah, having that, yeah, it's it's so true. When you want to go on this soul journey, you want to really do it, go inward, take what resonates, but do try and find that person that you can just trust to keep yes. you anchored. For me, it's, she calls it anchored, for you it's grounded. Um, yeah. She always says that I need to drop my anchor into the ocean because otherwise I'll just fly off with those angels and not come back. Um. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> so... Well, I think we've covered the whole gamut of like these beautiful light codes. So, you know, like how you experience them, where they come from, what their purpose is, and even um, the core. I'm glad that we're bringing it back to that core. You call it sparkly spirituality. I love that. It's a lot more gentle than what I call it. (laughs) I just call it absolute fake and dangerous. But I'm glad we brought it back to last week's spirit versus spirituality. And today it's very much that soul work versus sparkly, you know, the soul versus the sparkly, the inner versus the outer. Um, So before we wrap it up and I give everyone your details and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, is there anything else that, you know, that springs to mind on where, on what you would just like to inspire or help people with saying is that around that whole inner work versus the sparkly work? Yeah. um, I really think, yeah, I, I just love, I think about for your gifts, um, they don't have to look a certain way. Your spiritual gifts are going to be unique to you. So they're not going to be, you know, anybody else's. And for a long time, I wanted mine to be like a friend of mine's. And I thought, well, I have no gifts because that's not what they look like. But then light language came along and other things. So just let spirit surprise you. Mm-hmm. as far as your gifts and 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 when they are ready to come out they'll be ready everything in divine timing don't rush it find somebody who you trust like you were just saying find somebody who you trust and um stay grounded and then just have fun with it but stay grounded <laughs> <laughs> well stay grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep saying grounded. In my mind, I keep saying stay anchored, stay anchored, drop that anchor. (laughs) Um, But I think, look, I have nothing to add to that because that pretty much sums up exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. Other than that, just to reiterate, it is so true. I really find it hard to physically ground. So instead, Mm -hmm. I've learned how to energetically anchor. Now, it's pretty much people out there, Sarah and I are saying the exact same thing. It's just that we are literally got one foot here on the, on the earth at the very least so that we don't, you know, go off with our ego. We don't go off, you know, lose, what's that, that lose thought of, um, what's that, that lose touch in reality. Um, yeah, lose touch in yeah. reality. 
it's um it's a really useful practice and if you're out there thinking to yourself well i always feel like that then yeah open like you said, find out different ways, whether it be the shamanic work, the breath work, hey, whether it be through energetic work, the angels. Um, mm-hmm. I know you can even call in the earth dragons to hover around you to, to, to pull you down. Um, you know, they've got the work cut out for me, so I just go straight to the angels. <laughs> so, but that's all right. So I just wanted to thank Sarah for, for this. I know that we've been trying to figure out a time for this for a while, but um, I think you drove from like one side of the US to the other recently. Um, did you have any weird experiences or visitations on that actually at that while you were deliriously driving? Um, no, I mean, it was driving through to Mexico when it got dark was pretty interesting, but it was just beautiful. The sunrises, sunsets, um, there was like a full moon really low. It was, it was a beautiful drive. Yeah, that'd be awesome, actually. And that in itself is beautifully grounding, isn't it? To see mm-hmm. that land, see the sunrises. But um, I tell you, I have driven through New Mexico in a sandstorm at night, and I tell you what, yeah, let's just leave dark. it there. <laughs> it's so dark, and there are so many spirits that literally want to scare you. But, I mean, that's yeah. not a bad thing. They're just being cheeky. So, again, yeah, yeah thanks, Sarah, for joining. Um, now, what is your Insta handle? If people just wish to – I put it in the – um. Like I'll tag you on Insta or do all that type of stuff. But anyone listening that um, isn't seeing that, what? where can they reach you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah of the Light, but it's like Sarah dot of dot the dot light, <laughs> but Sarah of the Light. And you can check out my website at sarahofthelight.com. And those are the best ways to to reach me. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And like I said, everyone, if they wish to, you know, find out when more episodes drop or to find out more work by either myself or Sarah, you can follow me at the dot Angelo Thomas on Insta or angelothomas.au is the website. Um, And to just really, there are a lot of actual scammers out there. So really please be careful to listen to what Sarah's saying is it at Sarah.thelight and mine is at the dot Andrew Thomas. They're sneaky buggers out there trying to copy both of us. So, um, if in doubt, just remember her and I will never solicit money from you or go out of our way to message you. Um, I always have to say that because a lot of the time people always try to copy our Insta. I'm always getting a message from this random Sarah and I'm like, that ain't her. (laughs) 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 But yeah, thanks again for joining. And for anyone out there, if you are interested in light codes, light language, let me know, send me an email, send me a message, hit up Sarah, but have an awesome day.